welcome to Arish Kumar's podcast. Today, in this current episode, I'll be talking to you guys about MTG. Now, what is MTG? MTG stands for Magic the Gathering Card Game, which is essentially, think of um, cards with magic instilled with them, which basically lives out the fantasies of the players, battle it out, and kill and dominate the opposition. Now, what you're going to say is, hey, MTG, right, but how is this different from every other card game out there, right? Alright, let me tell you. MTG involves you having to keep your resources and your upkeep maintained and controlled. Magic the Gathering is how well you can play your own deck of cards against your opponents. But it also involves using strategy to implement the right cards at the right time. You could turn around an entire disadvantageous situation into a totally advantageous one in a matter of seconds. <clears throat> now, how is it different from Yu-Gi-Oh! and other card games like Pokemon? And probably um, baseball card games? Well, let me tell you. Yu-Gi-Oh! is basically uh, whoever can do the most damage and eliminate the opponent, right? But... Probably using the most maximum, you know, attack power with the creative of spell and trap cards laid out as you play the game, correct? Now, it shares qualities of that with Yu-Gi-Oh! But the only difference is that uh, MTG uses, you know, the concept of magic and the foreboding uh, danger of lethality in gameplay where you never know what the opponent is going to whip out. Now, if you know the cards in Yu-Gi-Oh, you have an upper hand, correct? In MTG, the massive library of cards available is so large that, you know, it updates frequently. So the game on MTG I'm referring to is actually available on numerous platforms. It's available on the phone. You can buy physical cards. You can get the app um, on your phone. You can play the game on your computer. You know, they have it on the App Store. A bunch of ways to access the game. And uh, MTG gives out free uh, cards every now and then, so you get to open up packs every week or so. You also get to compete in ranked leagues. You can actually get prizes if you compete in, like, you know, high-end tournaments. And Yu-Gi-Oh! is the same way, you know. There's a whole app on Yu-Gi-Oh! It's called Duel Links Masters. I've had it before. I love it, you know. So I figured that, you know, if you like Yu-Gi-Oh!, you're going to like MTG in a way. If you like the whole concept of Magic the Gathering playing cards. I actually have some at home. I have like a couple packs which I have already opened up. And I really enjoyed it. So this game is really fun with people in mind. So, you know, do find a community out there. Because uh, MTG has a pretty massive community out there. Because uh, the games, the apps, the card games are all still running and much, very much alive. Compared to Yu-Gi-Oh! As it's uh it's become more of a uh, franchise to gamble with in a way where you uh you know uh, barter and trade high end cards for the sake of money, which is great, but it, it defeats the fun out of playing the game too, you know. <sighs> now out of Pokemon, I'd say Pokemon is more. Uh, I guess you could say it's in line with MTG as well, because the Pokemon has energy cards you can manipulate with, and uh, keep the game alive and going as you play the game. So, Magic the Gathering works as having, uh, you know, land cards, which is the equivalent of having energy cards in Pokemon. But in land, like the actual energy source in, um, <clears throat> in MTG, those land cards can be reused. 
as in Pokemon energy cards, as I'm aware, they're not reusable. So, once they use them, they're set to that Pokemon, right? Now, with NTG is different. Each turn, you refresh your upkeep of land cards. So, once they get used in one turn, you could actually reuse them for another turn. And, um, that's the power of it, you know? That's why I like it. Uh, I didn't really have anyone to play with in, uh, when I was a younger kid with Pokemon. Uh, I like collecting it because it was great. It was fun. You know, my friends are doing it, you know, blah, blah, blah. But now I got older, I realized, hey, you know, Pokemon's kind of dead. All that's good for is these massive Pokemon games that are all action-based and less RPG-based. So I strayed away from that and decided to go into MTG because my great friend Solomon Orenstein here had also convinced me to invest in these cards. So I did. I don't regret it, but I just don't get to play with it as much as often as I should have. Or at least I should do right now. So, uh, uh, I'm just waiting for the right person to play up along with me. But, you know. Aside from that, I would definitely tell you guys to invest in it. You know, get a community around you. Get some people playing with you. You could basically bring the cards anywhere you want. Uh, collecting these such cards has proven me quite difficult. Because, um, uh, again, these cards always refresh. So, the upkeep, upkeep, sorry. Has to be kept maintained and everything as these cards update, you know, get new packs, get new styles and all that, like Pokemon and, and uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards too. So just remember, you know, it's not a dying community out there. It's very much alive. And uh, keep it yourself up to date, you know. Now, I'll talk to you more about the, the mechanics and elements. Like I said, there's land cards and uh, that is an energy source, but... Uh, the game has other, you know, factors in play. They got monsters, they got human warriors, warlocks, um, goblins. Each of these, you know, characters in the game of MTG have advantages, disadvantages. Some are angels, some are demons. You know, some races of cards, I should say, like the demons have probably have an upper hand against angels. Uh, you know, there's different factors in play, so... There's also a wide variety of other factors like tokens you could use. Um, lands can also be used as uh, tokens as well. You know, there's different like playable cards out there as angels, demons, like I've already said. Uh, there's also higher powers apparently like, uh, you know, having the undead as your asset in battle. So apparently um, uh, there's other uh, categories in the MTG. That you could play with, such as there's specific elements that I'm referring to. That is uh, relative to gameplay. Like what I'm saying is, so you could have or pick, I should say, cards that you could play with. So there's a fire deck, or I should say, there's a red deck, there's a black deck, there's a green deck. Uh, again, there's so many different colors. There's a ice deck, water deck, flying deck. There's so many different you know factors at play here. There's dark forces, light forces, red, yellow, you name it. They got so many. And the advantages of these decks is that, you know, red uh, favors, uh, you know, strike first, think later. So they they prioritize all attack, you know, no defense. And black deck, which is I like to think of it as the undead deck, is uh, you play monsters and when they die or they get uh, defeated, the whole point of that deck or the... Element of card is centered around resurrection and revival. So that deck prioritizes your comeback, 
from losing and bringing monsters and spells, traps, or whatever into the graveyard. Sorry, from the graveyard to the battlefield or the front side or the front end, I should say. So that prioritizes the comeback out there of the gameplay, of the cards too. Green deck is all about amassing power, so uh, greater in numbers, I should say, and attack power. So, you know, the cards that you have for green deck prioritizes more attack than uh, compared to speed or agility. It's more about how powerful your cards are in green. It's all about, you know, growing your power as your cards uh, grow as well. So, this for green, I would say, slow and steady wins the race, alright? Now... The water deck is all about manipulation, so flying seems to be a very powerful asset for the water deck because it prioritizes manipulation of the decks of cards of your opponents and uh, just messing with your opponent's deck as well. But yeah, that's the overall gist of the gameplay of MTG. Now, I'll be talking about the flexibility in playstyle. You could pick whatever deck of cards elements you feel right is good for you. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, I prefer the water deck because I like to mess with my opponents. And that deck is perfect for messing with your opponent's deck. Because like I said, the entire gameplay of MTG is all about how you can control your deck. And how you can manipulate your opponent's deck as well. So that water deck gives you an advantage over that. But it's also about setting traps and you know manipulating their opponent. Knowing what to do in the next end step or the next main phase and all that. So, you gotta know how to play the deck right to be a good player in MTG. But, uh, I've also liked to add on that it's very easy to pick up on, but it's hard to put down. Because MTG, for me, I learned it in a matter of 10 minutes, and after that, I fell in love. I found my favorite deck right from the bat. Ever since then, I just haven't dropped the game. I even have it on uh, my computer right now as we speak. And, uh, let me tell you, I have a good amount of decks accumulated, so... I mean... You know, if you guys do want to battle me out, I'll put in my uh, <clears throat> MTG tag name in the description for the podcast episode today. And I'll let you know if I'm ready for the battle. But hey, I'm ready for any time if you want to take me on with that blue deck. But yeah, uh, in terms of availability, it's very much alive, you know, ongoing. You can get these decks from any card game, any card shop available. You can even go to card clubs that feature MTG as your main fan base of gameplay. You know, unlike Pokemon or maybe even uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! But uh, just letting you know, it's a it's a nice uh, card game that I got myself invested in. It was pretty cool to, you know, mess around with, have fun. And I'd say the fan base is powerful as the, as the fan base got me into it as well. So, you know, if you're into that stuff, do let me know. And, you know, do find out if you can get that app or game or whatever on your phone or on your computer. Add me if you want to try me out in battle or whatever is good for you. Get a, you know, get used to that game. Get a feel for it. See if you like the card game or not. If it's not, then it's fine. You can always find another card game to pick up on. But uh, I'm going to leave my episode here for today. I just wanted to get the overall message of MTG out there. And no, this is not a sponsor or anything at all. This is just me contemplating on my hobby of MTG as I've... Uh, been invested into this card game for like about a year now. I even have a deck of cards in completion in my house right now. So, you know, reach out to me if you can. If not, then just reach out to me in the app. Otherwise, just hang tight, sit tight, enjoy. And I guess I'll end my episode here. Ciao.
and have a great day, folks. I'll see you next episode.